Blog Talk Radio. It's Monday, and welcome to the show. So, what are we going to do today? We're going to talk about being happy, but first of all, let's set it up a little bit. I've gone back to 45 minutes instead of an hour. Just more comfortable with 45 minutes. I don't know why. I'm going to think about doing three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 45 minutes, 2 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. So, so if you kind of write that in on your schedule to listen, call in, whatever you want to do. You know, I always take calls from listeners i love to talk to people and love to share what i have to share actually more important is i love to share what spirit might have to say to you about how to get where you want to be in life because that's a little bit about this i guess i call it spiritual life coaching you could call it intuitive life coaching because i'm always giving you information from your ancestors from my spirit guides perhaps your spirit guides my spirit group so it's about giving you information that will make your life easier when I when I do like what you call psychic work, I always tell people my job today is try to make your life a little bit easier. Actually, to make your life make bring a little inspire you today, make your day a little bit better if I can. So that's that's why I'm here is to inspire you, to make your little day a little bit better, give you information, to pass on some information. That's my job is to pass on information. I'd I'd rather speak to you and give you information from your spirit guides. And what's going on in your life and how to get there. You know, part of it's what's going to happen because you've already pre-paved what you're going to happen. You've already written a script to some degree for your future. Now the the next part of that is getting there. So that's the kind of calls I'd love to take and talk to you about. Today we're going to talk about a different topic. Well, it's related. It's all related. It's all about living a high vibrational life. That's where I like to help people to get to is living this high vibrational life where you are, you know, connected to source, God, whatever you call it. So you're living as high a vibration as you possibly can. And one of the ways is being happy. Don't worry. Getting rid of worry. Okay, what is my quote? Where did that come from? Where does the idea come from? Well, that was from Abraham quote. And also I wrote a little thing on Facebook this morning that I wanted to share with you, if I can find it. It doesn't want to find me, but I'll find it in a minute. (laughs) It's here somewhere. Yes, it is. Okay, where's my quote for the day? Don't worry, be happy. Your choice. Turn your worries over to the God or un- to God or the universe. Live in the moment and have some fun. Or you can constantly worry and live in the negative world of fear and doubt. I think I will choose fun, play, laughter, and let the universe fill my life with goodies. You know, I talk a lot about the law of attraction and manifesting things in my life. And or our lives are in general just manifesting and manifesting really is all about getting into that place of connection to source God where you're in a vibrational alignment with what you want. So that's raising your vibration and worry does not get you there. It's about turning your problems over, turning your problems over to, okay, I have a problem, God, I'm giving it to you. And I call it being in solution mode. Solution mode is letting go 
of your problems, turning them over to higher source, higher power, whatever you want to call it, and getting there, getting into that place. That's what I'm all about. Okay, so that's what I'd like to help you with is get there somehow, some way, get you there. So I have some quotes and I have some material on on the art of now, living in the now. Because one of the, I think one of the essences of getting to that place of being happy and, and staying in that place is not worrying. And you not worrying is living in the moment and enjoying the moment. Right? I think so. What do you think? How was your weekend? Did you have any fun this weekend? Did you do anything that's extraordinary? If you want to share something that – I know this is the holiday season. Oh, yeah, I'm going to sh- share something else with you about the holiday season. I thought – and it was some, oh, I wrote the other day, so I'm going to share this with you too, if I can find it. I always find this stuff. Always write, I like to uh, share little, like, you know, blogs, short little blogs about things. And this is one I shared the other day, if I can find it. Okay, I can give you a joke of the day. Let's do that. Okay, let's do the blow. Let's do the joke of the day. This is from Friday. I have one for today if you're interested in two. Wife, I have blisters on my hands from the broom. Husband, trying to be playful. Next time, take the car, silly. This is the cutest little joke. I just had a great time with that joke. Okay, you're going, really? Seriously? It's like having fun. Okay. Um, I was going to try this, my other quote, and I can't find it in the moment. I'm sure, oh, okay, I can. I know where to look for it. I know you're going, what is he ever going to get to us, right? Okay, so I will get to you in a moment. You know, I will do the quote, and then we'll move on with the show. We'll have some Abraham material, a great article on Pam Grout, and we'll do that. Uh-huh, okay. Okay, it's it's in here somewhere. Okay, here it is. Boom, done. Okay. We are all busy this time of year, but don't forget to take the time to nourish your soul. Love you. So, yeah, to kind of ex- accentuate that a little bit, yeah, it's all time to busy, but it's time to also to reflect on the inner being, the, the, the inspired part of you. The inner being, the, the connection you have with God, it's the spirit of, you know, the the, the Jesus, Jesus and the the idea of of all of that energy about peace on earth and humanity. So, I, I kind of emphasize that a little bit. Would slow down a little bit. Take some time for your soul. Take some time for your inner being, as much as you possibly can. Okay, your higher self. Nurture nurture your higher self as much as you can during the holiday season. Okay, moving right along. kind of, And I'll let my spirit guides talk to you about whatever they want to talk to you about. Maybe we'll do that. We'll start with that. Let them talk to you. Now, if you want to call in, if you have questions for spirit, questions for your ancestors about your life, if you want some guidance, you want some direction. I know people want to know about the future. But, you know, when they, ask, when they talk about your future, what's going to happen in a month or six months or what's going to happen in a relationship or a job or whatever, they're just feeding back to you what you've already put out there to create. And it's already in creation. The the illustration I use, which is kind of cool, Spirit used this about that. And, and I'd love to help you on that. Let, let Spirit talk to you about this whole topic is that everything you want that you've asked for 
is on the other side of the door. And spirit will actually tell you, okay, it's about a month away or six months away. It's on the other side of the door. But you have to go to the door and open the door. And how you open the door is be in alignment with what you want. Be in a vibrational match with what you want. Let go of doubt, worry, fear. Those three things will block you, keep you, resist you from opening the door. It's harder to open that door to allow everything in your life if you're living from fear, doubt, and worry. So that's kind of the topic today. That's how I tie it into the topic of the day. So I will let my spirit guides talk to you for a few minutes on this particular topic. Then we'll move on and have some articles on the same subject or similar things. Okay? Are you ready for this? Are you ready? Okay, so my spirit group is called Sarah. It's a group of spiritual teachers. It's, how do I put this? Different ones come into the group for on different topics. So I asked them to talk about being happy or staying in the moment or living that low way. We'll see what they, let's see what they have to say to you on the topic. Okay? As we discussed in the past, and we want to we don't want to be too redundant and go over and over and over the same things. But happiness is 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 a core part of you. It's it's what you came to the planet Earth in each lifetime that you experience on the planet Earth. To be is to be happy, is to live a happy life, to live a life that feels good, a life of feeling of accomplishment, of living your purpose, of being in a particular situation where you are doing really, really well in your life, not necessarily just monetarily, but doing well in the sense that you're living from a place of contentment, a place of peace, a place of happiness. George has this meditation, which he emphasizes and does every day, and maybe we we wanted to touch on a little bit of that meditation. If you're into your own meditation on a daily basis or hourly or whenever you do your meditation, we, we recommend that you meditate once or twice a day. and don't have to be very long. You don't have to go into hours of meditation and sit in a cave and meditate. But you need to focus. Focus on change. Focus on where you want to be. Focus on what's going on in your life. Focus on centering. Focus on love. Focus on peace peace within yourself. So part of the meditation which he uses is a loving kindness meditation, but we don't want to get into the whole meditation. We just want to me- emphasize one part that you could use as a mantra in your own meditations. It's a very simple thing, and you can repeat it a number of times. And every time you repeat it, you will feel a little bit more relaxed and a little bit more comfortable. The, the words are very simple. I am. When you state I am, you're stating your condition, who you are, the nature of who you are, from the soul, I am. So whatever you say I am, whatever follows that, is really an indicator to yourself, to the universe, to God. This is who I am. This is I am. So you say, I am happy. Okay? Happy. That's your natural state. So you're saying to the universe, saying to yourself, I am happy. I am in my natural state of being. This is who I am. I am happy. Okay? In the moment, but also in general, I am happy. And you're emphasizing that to yourself. I am comfortable. Which means you're just relaxed. You're you're just just 
you're, you're comfortable. I don't know how we could explain that in any other way. It's just a beautiful word to use. I am comfortable. I am not letting the outside influence me. I am going it internally to being comfortable. You're, it's, a, it's a physical condition as much as a mental condition. I am comfortable. It's like it, you're in that comfortable, beautiful chair that you love to sit in when you wrap yourself in a blanket and you know drink your cup of tea or coffee or whatever you're drinking and just feel relaxed. And, and the next word is at peace. When you're at peace, you're not worrying. You're not letting the worries of the day get to you. You're just at peace. You're relaxed. So by saying, I am happy, comfortable, and at peace, you just allow your mind, body, and spirit just to relax in the moment. Just let go. So try that. Try that mantra a few times. You start to go into meditation. Say, I am happy, comfortable, and at peace. I am happy, comfortable, and at peace. Repeat it as many times as you can to you feel that energy about you because you're you're making a statement about your essence of who you are as a human by saying, I am happy, comfortable, and at peace. So if you're doing, you know, you're stressed out, you've had a tough day, it's, it's you know, work is getting to you, the boss is getting to you, just take a couple of minutes. Stop for a minute. For a couple of minutes and just take a deep breath. Take a few deep breaths. We encourage that. Just relax. We're we're working George here, so he gets in that place too. And just say, I am happy, comfortable, and at peace. I am happy, comfortable, and at peace. Now that's really all we wanted to share with you because that's how you get there. Just stop in the moment. Focusing in the moment of that feeling, those emotions of being happy, comfortable, and at peace. No outside things are going to influence you. At peace means the world is not bothering you. Comfortable means that you're in a very relaxed state. You're just body and mind and spirit are very relaxed and very just into the moment, right? And happy, that's you regaining your natural state of being, which is happy. You're not engaging in all of the worry and doubt and fears and anxieties and frustrations. You're just happy. Just think about that. Just being happy. Living in the moment. Being happy. So try it. If you want a, a little break in the middle of the day or in the evening, and then you can follow that up with whatever you're trying to meditate, meditate on or to create into your life. But get into that vibrational place of happy. Get into that vibra- vibrational place of comfortable. I am comfortable. Be in that vibrational place of peace. Get into those vibrations. And then once you get into those vibrations, you can also include I am a love if you want. I am love. I am loving. I am loving kindness. You can extend out from that basic core vibration we're talking about here and just include whatever you want in there. But Use those basically those three, which are really beautiful. Now, you might want to change the words up a little bit, but I am happy, comfortable, and at peace. The key word is happy. I am happy. If you just repeated that, I am creating that state or condition of being happy. So we'll leave you with that. Think about that. Work on it. Do it. It's a good place to start on a meditation practice of just using those words and just taking deep breaths. Okay. Have a beautiful week. We love you. We want you to prosper. We want you to be happy. 
and stay happy. So thank you for listening. Bye. Okay, I'm back. That was nice. So try it. I am happy, comfortable, and at peace in your own personal meditations, okay? So what we're going to do is we're going to do some quotes, an Abraham quote. If I can find these things again. Ah, it's always fun to find these things. I always get these. Okay, so Abraham, the Abraham material. And then we're going to do a Pam Grout quote. This is from my workshop in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania on October 15th, 1998. 1998, that's 19 years ago, really. A little over 19 years ago. Amazing, huh? This material has been going on for a long time. So let's let's go through this, and it relates to, somewhat relates to what we've been talking about. If If you know that all is well, you know all you need to know. If you know all is well, okay, I am comfortable, happy, comfortable, at peace. All is well. All is going well in my life. You know all that you need to know. And if you know life is supposed to be fun, you know more than almost anyone else knows. I I love that statement when I read it. It's like when you know life is supposed to be fun, that you know more than a lot of people on this planet. So if you're essence is I am fun. Wow, that's a beautiful statement, isn't it? If you know that the way the way you feel is your indicator of how you connected you how you are connected connected you are to source, you will know that you have a handful of you are with a handful of deliberate creators respective to the total respective to the total population really now. The beasts know it. Okay, this is a cool statement. And, and we, we don't have to go too deeply into this. But let's go into this, because this is kind of an interesting thing about animals on our planet. Your animals know it is, it is all is well. Your animals live in the moment. They understand the power of their now. They expect the universe to yield to them. They don't worry or fret or conjure or make laws or rules or try to regulate. They are po- pure positive energy. Your beasts, animals, vibrate more on the energy scale of the contentment than of passion. Their desire was set forth from the non-physical and continue to be set forth by those like you who want energy balance, who want sustenance. The difference between the beast and the human is that the beast is more general in its intent. The human is usually less blended usually a less allowing of the energy to flow, but is more specific. Yeah, I'll go comment on that in a moment. Let me finish. There's one more sentence. And that is why the human is seen to be the creator while the beast is more the balancer of energy. So being specific is a good thing. You want specific things. You want to create specific things. But you have to be in alignment with it. To follow up on what Abraham said, you have to be vibrational alignment of those specific things that you want. Now, in the Abraham material and other teachers would tell you, if the specific doesn't feel good to you, oh, you want a brand new BMW, but that doesn't feel right. Uh, how am I going to get it? Oh, I don't know. And you, you, you seem to go over and over, how is that ever going to happen? How can I ever get it? So you might want to 
put it out to the universe in more general terms. I want an upgraded vehicle. I want something, you know, a vehicle that I'd be happy with. A new vehicle or a new used vehicle that I would be really happy with. That's what you're asking for. Okay, so we'll we'll leave it there. We'll stop there. That then that point of if 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 specific doesn't feel good, go more general and you're asking of the universe for something. Okay, so we're on the theme of being happy and if you call in if you want to talk, if you want spirit to help you to get to where you wanna to be, to identify what you want, when it's gonna happen, and what you may have to do to get it, give me a call. Call call in. Now, I offer this, what I call spiritual life coaching, or I call it intuitive life coaching. Intuitive life coaching, or like being a life coach, is really all about answering your questions, helping you, guide you through to where you want to get in life, where what you have to do to manifest what you want, whatever that is. And because, the, as I said, the universe always has it out there for you, you have to do some adjustments to get it. So when I say when I use the word intuitive, which is a better word probably than even spiritual, it really means that I am relying on spirit, my my spirit guides, your spirit guides, your ancestors, to give you guidance to get there. And I've been doing this for a long time. And a lot of times I channel, which I just did a few minutes ago. I channeled, and they gave you a meditation to use to get you into that place of alignment of that vibration that works to get you where you want to be. Okay, so if you want to talk, give me a call. If you have a question for Spirit of what's going on in your life, let's do it. Okay, let me let me take an article. Eh, we're all kind of on the same theme today, and I, I thought this happy of being living in the moment was just a really great theme to get into on starting a new week, especially with the holiday season, whatever's going on. For those of my Jewish friends, Excuse me, tomorrow is Hanukkah, first day of Hanukkah. I won't be here, so I want to wish you a beautiful celebration to think about a lot about the the meaning of Hanukkah, the celebration, and what it means to overcome difficulties, overcome challenges, and rely on the universe, God, to help you get to that place. You know, the, the idea about the oil and the eight days and being able to be sustained to being supported by the divine, by God, by the universe to get you through all your problems, your challenges. I mean, we're not be, being besieged by an army most of the time, but we do have our challenges. So it kind of reminds us of that in the Jewish celebration. Hanukkah is a minor holiday. Being a minor holiday, it's not a day of, oh, let's say, Well, they have different terms, but in the the major holidays, it's really a day of just reflection, a day of quiet, a day of no activities, very limited activities, you know, no work, no, even if I remember correctly, there's no cars, there's just just a day of reflection. While minor holidays in the Jewish tradition are more about celebration, enjoying life and doing things, and that's what the gifts, reminding where the gifts come from. Where do the gifts come from? They're from expressions of the divine, and they don't use the word God, use, but the expressions from a higher source of love into your life. That's how my interpretation of it is. I might be off if anybody's Jewish who's listening to the show. Thing I like, a thing I like about this time of year is the latkes. If you've ever had the potato pancakes with onion, those are good. 
Okay, I've had them without eggs, and some people use eggs. Being a plant-based diet, I don't eat eggs, but I, don't, I still like lactose. And I've seen them done. Okay, never mind. <laughs> no, I'm getting hungry, so I just don't get into the lactose. One of my favorite things about this time of the year. I know, a little different, right? So let's let's get into this article. Pam Grout's one of my favorite authors, and she writes this article. She wrote. She's written a, a whole group of books, some on the spiritual, some on the travel, and she wrote this recent book that I've been reading a little bit of. Um, Thank and Grow Rich is one of her last books that I read. Now I'm reading her book, Art, and Art and Soul Reloaded. It's about being creative. And, and, and being in a creative spirit gets you into the moment, can make you very happy. Okay, so let me let me re, let me read through the article. Let's have some fun with it. And if you want to call in, I'll jump 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 back and see who's online and wants to talk about what's going on in your life. Do your art, no matter what, no matter where. Practicing an art, no matter how well or badly, is a way to make your soul grow. For heaven's sakes, sing in the shower, dance to the radio, tell stories, write a poem to a friend, even a lousy poem. Do it as well as you possibly can, and you will get an enormous reward. You'll have created something. Kurt Vonnegut wrote that. Creative capital is my jam. I wrote about it in Thank and Grow Rich, my latest book, and my latest book, Art and Soul, covers nothing else. Unlike financial capital, creative capital is virtually unlimited. It has no floor, no ceiling, and every last one of us has total access. Now, that's the question that I would ask. Well, how can I be creative? But let's get into this a bit. But we all can be creative in some way and, and create or spark that creative juice within us. Every one of us can do that. So we'll get into a little bit more of that. So let's let's go through that. Uh, okay. We don't need money to get started or certain conditions to be in place. We access our creative capital because it's there, because it's who we are. I read a cool story about James Franco yesterday. He hosted Saturday Night Live last week, was just nominated for a Golden Globe for his new movie, The Disaster Artist. It's about filmmaker Tommy Wiseau, who is willing to do whatever it takes to access his created capital. Like the filmmaker in the movie, Franco let nothing stop him from pursuing his art. It didn't matter that he had no money, no acting roles, no degree. It didn't even have a car when he moved to Los Angeles to attend a hole-in-the-wall acting school. And because he's been fired from, fired, been fired from two previous jobs, he couldn't even get a job waiting tables. That didn't stop him. He has so much a desire to his expressing his own creativity. Well, he, he was determined to follow his dream. He finally landed a job at one McDonald's near a ratty apartment he shared with two friends. And guess what? He practiced his art there. Okay? I was given the late night drive-through position. I wore a purple visor and purple polo shirts and took orders over a headset he says. But soon I started putting on fake accents 
with the customers to practice for scenes and acting class. So he found a way to incorporate his creativity, his creativity as being an actor, even into his job, right? He, he tried Italian, British, Irish, Russian, and Southern. <laughs> Interesting. People actually found them persuasive. I was asked to give Italian lessons to a cute young woman who thought I was from Pisa, he said. I went on several dates as a thick-tongued kid from Vedro, so I don't know where that is, even though my own brush with actual place had been watching Do the Right Thing. That's New York. So it's like a heavy Brooklyn, New York accent. Yeah. Ben Stuyvesant, a star review or something like Stuyvesant. I think that's any New Yorkers out there, they can tell me about that, but I think it's in Brooklyn. So he put on this accent. He was practicing as a role, act, act, practice being an actor. Within a few months, Franco's determination to create his own creative task, he won him a commercial for Pizza Hut. He's been working in the business ever since. So whatever opportunity you get to practice your creativity, wherever you're at, practice your creativity. Okay? Don't get fired doing it, though. You know, don't spend your whole time drawing at work, right? No, I think that's not going to work very well. But practice your creativity. Work at your creativity, wherever your creative outlets are. And this this reminds me. Let me finish Franco's story, and then I'll mention a little bit more about what I believe is living in that passion of life and living in the moment. People actually found, okay, wait a minute, within, oh, blah, blah, blah. the point is there really is no excuse for not answering the door when the muses say, knock, knock. You don't need money. You don't need the right equipment. You don't even need talent. As Franco's character, Wazoo, cleaning, clearing, this demonstrated with his movie, Room. Creativity is the providence of all of us. So roll up your sleeves, get started today. So you would think, well, what's so creative about being an accountant? Well, there's a creative aspect of even being an accountant or being a lawyer. Whatever you are in, you might want to say that there's the right side of the brain that can be used for all of that. Not just the left, not the analytical, but there's a creative side in any occupation, anything you do in your life. So it's about staying in that moment. What's that, what's that got to do with being happy? Don't worry. Well, stay in that place. Stay in your creative side. Have some fun with whatever you're doing. Find a way to have fun in whatever you're doing. Allow that, let's say, creative right side of your brain to be involved in all of your activities. You're going to feel good. You're going to be having fun. Enjoy what you're doing. I'm sure... Franco loved doing the accents and he loved presenting those to people. And not only was he practicing being an actor and using various dialects, but also he was, I'm sure he was having fun. He wasn't hurting people. He wasn't doing anything mischievous and evil. He was just practicing his art and having fun practicing his art. So are you creative? Can you be more creative in whatever you're doing? Find ways to be more creative in what you're doing. What is your creative side? And I'm always listening to spirit as I do this, and they're reminding me, too, that sometimes you have very difficult jobs, and themselves may not seem very creative, and you're going, well, you know, this is out of But 
you do have applications. You did get home from work. You need to take a break. You need to get away from the day-to-day activities of your job because maybe it's a little stressful. Maybe it's a little anxiety going on there at work. And then, then is your opportunity to be creative, to be creative in working on a car, building a new car, from re- redoing an old car into a new car, right? I'm just using that one example. Okay, how about knitting, crocheting? making something. That's a creative outlet, right? You get to practice. You get lost in the creative activities of doing that. How about cooking? Practice your cooking. Learning more and more about cooking. Getting into cooking. There's an article I was going to read from Psychology Today, and it was about the art of now, six steps to living in the moment. And the last point on this, and I'll take you get into all the six, but I, I like the last point because it really kind of ties into what we're talking about, these other things. Oops, where is it? Uh, Where is it? Okay. Okay, where is it? I lost the point. Oh, okay, it's number four point, but we won't get into the other five points, but I like this point. I thought it was the last one. Okay, to make the most of time, lose track of it, the flow. Okay, that's what we're talking about. Get into those creative places. Perhaps the most complete way of living in the moment is the state of total absorption. Psychologists call flow. Flow occurs when you're so engrossed in the tax that you lose track of everything else around you. I'm going to tie a little bit else into that because to me that being in the flow is also being in solution mode. you got a problem. Get into flow with something else. Okay, flow occurs when you... Okay, flow embodies... Apparent paradox. How can you be living in the moment if you're not even aware of the moment? The depth of engagement absorbs you powerfully, keeping attention so focused that distractions cannot penetrate. You focus so intently that you, on what you're doing, you're unaware of the passage of time. Hours pass without you noticing. You ever watch somebody? watching a movie that they're so engrossed in the movie that if you tap them on the shoulder, they get startled. If you try to talk to them, it's like they come out of trance. That's being in the flow, okay? Just get there. If you have a frustrating day, get into the flow. Do something that feels so good that you're so engrossed in. Let's say it's crocheting. Let's say it's working on your car. Let's say it's gardening. Let's say it's cooking. Let's say it's doing some artwork, some painting, writing poetry. You ever get in the flow while writing poetry? There's so many myriads of things that you can do to get into the flow. And the other advantage of getting into the flow is you're letting go of your problems. You're not focused on your problems. You're, you've actually surrendered your problems to God or the universe saying, okay, you take my problems, I'm going to get into the flow. Okay? Flow is an elusive state. As, you, as with romance or sleep, you, just, you can't just will yourself into it. All you have to do is set the stage, creating the optimal conditions for it to occur. Well, if you're doing something that you want to do to be in the flow, you can't. You you kind of have to isolate your little self a little bit. You know, if you have kids running in and out, bugging you every three minutes about something you need to do for them or your husband or your wife, or you know, the phone's ringing, you got to get a, put the phone away, right? Get off the computer. You know, social media will keep you out of the flow. Absolutely, keep you out of the flow. So getting in the flow is turning off all the distractions. The first requirement of flow is to set set a goal. That's challenging but 
but not unattainable, something you have to marshal your resources and stretch yourself to achieve. The task should be matched to your ability level. That's cool. Not so difficult that you feel stressed, but not so easy that you get bored. So the flow should be a little challenging. Whatever you're doing should be a little bit of a challenge, but it, and you know, but you know within you that you can do it. You know, if you're cro, I don't know why I'm using crocheting. That's they just keep showing me crocheting. If you're crocheting, you know where you want to get to. You know the project, and you go, hey, I could do this. My skill level is there. It might be a little bit of a challenge, but I can do there. Not so okay, but so easy the board. So in flow, you're firing all cylinders to raise to a challenge. So sometimes you have to work your way up to certain projects, right? You have to work your way up. You may not be building that new race car <laughs> to start with. You may be starting with something smaller project so that you get into the flow with whatever you're doing. It becomes a challenge, but it's not overwhelming. And you don't get frustrated and upset and angry about it, right? You ever do that? But you lose time. To set the stage for for flow, goals need to be clearly defined so that you always know your next step. It would be playing the next bar in a scroll of music or finding the next foothold if you're a rock climber or turning the page if you're reading a good novel. At the same time, you're kind of anticipating, right? You're reading a great book. You can get lost in the flow reading a great book, a novel, whatever type, right? You're, you want to know what's going on. You're like watching a movie. Don't you really want to know what's kind of anticipating what's going to happen? A movie that doesn't build your anticipation for what's going to happen next. You get lost. You go bored. You know, like whatever. You know, I don't want to watch this. It's kind of boring. It doesn't build my anticipation. It doesn't keep me engaged. A great movie, a great book, a great article. Build your anticipation what's next. For those writers out there, you have to build anticipation. The people have to know what's coming next or want to know what's coming next. Kind of expect, ooh, what's, what's, he gonna, what's they going to write about next? What's that story going to unfold? What's the next part of that story? So you create a little suspense, a little mystery, right? So you also need to set up the task in such a way that you will achieve direct and immediate feedback with your successes and failures apparent. You can seamlessly adjust your behavior. A climber on the mountain knows immediately if his foothold is secure. A pianist knows instantly when she's played the wrong note. Yeah, immediate, not month later, right? You, you can do that when you're talking about the crocheting of Mr space on your crocheting miss the loop right i think it's called drop the loop or whatever it's called anybody know i don't know okay as your attention focus narrows self-consciousness evaporates as you feel as your awareness merges with the action you're performing you feel a sense of personal man mastery over the situation and the activity is so intense rewarding that although the task is difficult action feels effortless so getting in the flow and I, and I use this one as, as being living in the moment, is getting in the flow. It could be in sports. You could be playing basketball. You could be playing tennis. Something at a level that you really kind of enjoy, right? You ever play tennis or some other sport with people that are so much better than you? You're going, oh, you know, you give up. But if you play with people who are about the same level as you, as you, like basketball, tennis, whatever it is, golf, and, and you, you 
you push each other, you challenge each other to improve because you want to improve. I used to play golf with a gentleman who was so good. He was naturally just amazingly gifted athlete, you know, and it was got frustrating. You're kind of giving up. Do we really want to play with him? Owen, Owen Robinson. Yeah. Owen, if you played with Owen, he's just so naturally gifted. You just get frustrated with him. You know, it's like, okay, I need to find somebody who's about my level so I can play. So that's it. Like whatever you're doing, you're singing finding people around your level or a little bit above you so you can sing and feel comfortable. If you find somebody who's an operatic singer and you're, no, it doesn't always work that way. So that's that's the whole point of all this is to, when you want to get into the flow. Now, is there another point on this article Cause that we can help get a couple more minutes? Number one, it's just very simple. To improve your performance, stop thinking about it. It talks about the dance floor here, and it, it just getting into it is stop thinking about what you're doing. Just allow it to happen. You know, it's like in sports or anything else you're doing. Stop thinking. You know, as a I play baseball a lot, and you're in the outfield, or you're at batting. You 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 turn it over. You you get into letting your body take over. Get out of your analytical place. Okay, if I take this and do that, and I'll hit the ball or you got to, you know, stop it. Stop thinking. Stop thinking about catching the ball. Stop thinking about hitting the ball. Stop thinking about what you're supposed to do. Let your body memory take over. That's being in the moment, being there. If you practice something enough times and you keep working at it, then then you let go. And you just get into the moment and you stop thinking about what you don't think, just react. Don't stop think. You're driving. You're not thinking about driving, are you? You've done it enough times. You get into the flow. You just drive. And sometimes you sometimes you have to be very careful about that because you really do want to focus on where you're at. Focus on the now. But you don't have to always think. You can react, you can let your body just get into the moment and your being into the moment. Okay, there's some other points. Maybe we'll talk about this on Wednesday a little bit more. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I have no idea. I'd rather take your calls, and I always leave time for calls and jump into these articles only as an add-in to the show. Okay? So I'm looking for another little brief article about this whole thing. Six, six ways to to welcome change in your life. And this is an article I thought from Belief. Now, let me just get into one point here because we have a couple more minutes. And don't react. So what do we? So what do we do when we don't want, know what to do? First, stop. Take a, de- a deep breath, and don't do anything. Edgar Tolle, spiritual teacher and author of Stillness spe- speaks. Uh, Stillness speaks. To become at ease with the state of not knowing is having faith and trusting what you do not know in the unknown. That's a kind of interesting. You don't always have to know everything. You just have to allow to yourself to be in that state. Being in the moment just allows things to unfold. Knowing, for example, that the tide will recede, the vast encumbrances of your lives will pass. Sure, you will, may not know if you're going to make the right decisions, but don't worry about it. Just let it be, right? But there are no guarantees in life anyway. In all situations, there's an undercurrent of change and risk lurking. 
just beneath the surface. Don't don't get overly involved in the situation. Just let it get in the flow. We're back into getting into the flow. Getting into that place where you're away from worry. Getting into that place where you've surrendered the problem to God, the universe, and you about go about being creative. You go about being in the moment. Having some fun. The the whole essence is have some fun. Enjoy your life. And don't get caught up in the worries of the day. That that's a something I need to practice. I think we all need to practice a little bit is just letting go, releasing, surrendering to the universe. Okay, I'm giving it to you. I'm going to be in solution mode by going and being creative, doing something I love to do. I'm going to play in the garden for a while and just get lost in that moment of that time. Don't worry about the time. Just get lost in it. The next thing you go, I'm hungry. I need to eat something, right? When you're lost in the moment, you're not worried about, oh, what you have to do next and all the outside and i got to take care of this and i got to take care of that. That all that stuff will happen. But the important thing is for you to live in the moment, to be creative, to be happy, to turn your worries over. Okay, I've had fun today. I love you guys. I'll be back on Wednesday, same time. Give me a call. If I can help you, all my information is there. Bye now.